And welcome to the Drinking Man Podcast. I am Tyler, your host. Today, I have a friend of mine, Ryan, uh, another co-host of the Rebel Rant Podcast. Apparently, I can't get away from these guys. Uh, thank you, Ryan, for joining me. But before I allow you to talk, I'd like to reach out to all my uh, fans again and just say, hey, please subscribe, follow me, like, tell me how much I suck at this, whatever it is. Um, I finally got my Facebook page up and running, so go check that out. Check out my Instagram. And while you're in there, go jump over to the Rebel Rant pages and give those guys a like as well. Ryan's got some great koozies uh, on a limited time basis right now, so get those while you can. Uh, $5, they're great. Uh, I'll be ordering one very soon here as well. So on that note, Ryan, thank you for joining me today and wasting your Friday night. Oh, no, not uh, not at all. Thank you for having me on. And, you know, uh, uh, I, I appreciate you mentioning the koozies because the other dudes I work with just don't ever bring it up. And and the thing is, is, like, I know people got them $1,400 stimmy checks. What is $5 going to do to that? You still have thirteen ninety five to work with. Exactly. You should buy like 10 of them while you're there. Uh, you buy 10, I'll give you a discount. Easter's tomorrow, like what, two days away? They're great gifts for Easter. Hide those in the <laughs> yeah. dead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all, all the little kids opening them up. <laughs> what is this, mommy? Oh, great. Daddy was drink- drinking again. <laughs> oh, man. So, speaking of that, what do you got in your, uh, what are you drinking today, man? What do you got? So uh, I'm drinking a uh, IPA. It's a hazy IPA uh, called The Little Thing um, from Sierra Nevada. It's a, you know, it's a pretty basic IPA that you can find in the store. It's not too uh, crazy to, to find, but it's good. I like the hazies. So what about you? Well, today I picked, well, the other day I had a delivery, actually. The best thing that came out of COVID is beer delivery to my house. Uh, so I had Bissell Brothers delivered to me yesterday, and I got their new Bissell Brother Exponent. It is a single hop series that they started, and it is with Galaxy Hops. It is delicious. If you know Galaxy Hops, they are a very dank hop, and it is amazing. I love it. It's one of my favorite hops. Um, Galaxy, Citra, and Simcoe are my top three for sure. Galaxy's right up there. Just the flavor is amazing. Definitely a great beer. And for a new series they've got going, uh, I can't wait for the other ones that come out. Oh, I had a Galaxy beer IPA last week, and uh, Will was making fun of me. Said it wasn't real. <laughs> well, how nothing... is it real? <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's no hops called Galaxy. Oh, that's right. Yeah, <clears throat> you didn't believe it. Yeah, no, there's definitely a hop called Galaxy, and it is amazing. It's from, uh, I think it's from Australia. Maybe that's why. He's not culturally diverse, so he just didn't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, now, this is my, what, episode four I've got going today. So, obviously, I'm very new into this. Rebel Rant has been going on for a while now, and I know you came in, not right at the very start, but came in shortly after he got going, so... You know, what what is what has that been like for you as far as, you know, this I don't know if this is your first time being on another person's podcast, but you know, what's it been like being on a podcast, being with a group of guys talking about different things, just doing that co hosting role, like knowing you personally, when I found out you were gonna be on there, I was like, Okay, like your personality when you're in a group of close people, totally get it, but talking to random people, like that's kinda seems like on the boundary for you. 
So I was like, that's kind of cool, but I've loved everything you've said. I've loved your little inputs on it. Like, how is it for you? What are your feelings on it? How do you like it? Yeah, well, um, first off, I'll say is you're the first person to invite me on another podcast. So thank you for that. Yeah. I, uh, I'm surprised I haven't been invited to more podcasts because I find myself carrying the Rebel Rant, you know. <laughs> Will Will and Eric are just, you know, they they like to chime in with their little, you know, whatevers, but they they don't do any of the 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 hard work. See the front man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Just, just all kidding aside, though, is working with them is, you know, really fun. Um, yeah. Obviously, I've known Will, you know, almost as long as you. I think I might have known you longer because we met in junior high. Some many, many moons ago. <laughs> Whatever that was. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, definitely, I think it was the early days, junior high. I think it was, it was, you know very kind of bang bang on like when i got to know you i think you just kind of came into the group of people i knew sooner than will kind of came in with that subgroup you know those little clicks of the school system but it worked out because now look who's all hanging out you know (laughs) all back again 12 years later right god yeah 12 years man that's i don't even want to talk about that (laughs) we're we're getting old but it's all good yeah, we're um, all hitting our 30s now. Yeah, but the, uh, doing the, the podcast is fun. Um, you know, it, it's... I, I think the interesting thing about these is you uh, you get to hear a, a, li- a lot of different uh, perspectives on, mm-hmm. um, you know, topics. Uh, we, we do a lot of conspiracy theories, so it's <laughs> uh, interesting to see, you know the potentials and the the kookiness and and all of that it's it's Uh, fun uh, what was it last week's was shrimp in your uh cinnamon toast crunch so that was an interesting episode for sure yeah i I don't know if it's real or not i did my own research after because i had not heard of this at all and i'm like you gotta be kidding me like they're making this shit up and i looked i was like okay no this is actually a thing one what the hell and two, like, what is going on in the world? Yeah, <laughs> where where people have to worry about shrimp tails being in their cinnamon toast crunch? I mean, come on! But I feel like that's just wrong. Oh, it's it's wrong on so many levels, but at the same time, it's so right, isn't it? <laughs> isn't the world that, right now, yes. Isn't that like the missing link <laughs> of like this whole? uh 2020 2021 uh experience we've all gone through is right now i think we need a new cereal and it could be cinnamon toast shrimp (laughs) if that comes out i might buy it just as a collector's item i'm never gonna (laughs) eat it i'm gonna buy it wrap it in like bubble wrap and stick it in a fridge somewhere and be like this is gonna be worth millions someday when the world is somewhat normal again the the interesting part is like how would you eat it do you pour like milk into it or do you just like melt a stick of butter? Alfredo sauce. Okay. You make okay. it in the middle a little bit. You kind of eat it like, you know, yeah. you kind of put it in the dish. It's not quite milk, but it's got a little extra flavor to it. That's how you eat it. Uh, if you give me a breadstick for a spoon, 
<laughs> I think I'm all in on this. <laughs> Olive Garden breadstick? Oh, yeah. Of course. Definitely. Definitely. I mean, there's no other way. <laughs> That's amazing. Now, what would you wash it down with? Like, what do you drink with that? Because you got the shrimp aspect, but you got the Alfredo sauce, but you also got the cinnamon and, like, sugar. Oh, uh, so I, I'm not, like, a, a fancy person. You you could probably give me, like, a Budweiser, and, and I would manage. Um, I know for, like, like, kind of the harder drinks, one of my uh, particular favorites um, recently has been um, to Mojitos. Okay. So my first experience with the Mojito was at the... Uh, cheesecake factory in boston and they (laughs) (laughs) they they have just a a a crazy selection of alcohol and of course cheesecake um no way but i i had like two mojitos there and, and ever since now i go to every restaurant and i'm just like chasing that that alcohol high (laughs) like give me your finest mojito it's just so refreshing and then before you know it you're drunk (laughs) (laughs) and boom there it is (laughs) so do you are you usually like a you know what is your usual drink of choice are you usually like a hard liquor person or more of a beer person if you had to pick um all in all i would say i'm more of a, a beer drinker I, I like IPAs and um, to much to what I'm drinking. I'm, you know, the hazies I really like. Um, double IPAs uh, are, are coming in at a, a second because they just get me uh, obliterated. Uh, <laughs> they in, feel in you a good wicked. way. They um, but... feel like wicked full and uh, they you can't drink as many of those either. So that, that definitely slows you down. Yeah, and the alcohol content in them is much, much higher than other beers, and so you you just feel full. You feel good and like drunk. It it, it the the doubles are growing on me, mm-hmm. um, but certainly like I don't know. Like I I've never been like a like an alcohol hard mixer like if Mm -hmm. i'm not doing shots i'm not drinking alcohol right um but lately i've been uh getting into more of the uh the like fruity drinks and i'm just like man i've been robbing myself (laughs) years of this experience i've missed out so much (laughs) i'm telling you mojitos they've got me i just i don't know I prefer, I, I love my, I love most just beer styles, I would say. I mean, there's very, the only type of beer I don't like is beer that has like peppers in it. People put peppers in beer and I don't know why. Throw that garbage out. I don't want it. It sucks. It ruins the beer. Otherwise, I'll drink just about any beer there is out there. I enjoy most of them, even sour stuff. I love them. They're, you know, they have a good flavor. But if I had to choose, I'm sticking to my whiskeys and my scotches. I've got a nice yeah. shelf over there stuff. I love them. I posted, I think, the other day on a bunch of them, one of them that I got. And it's, I, I don't know, just something about the rarity of some of them and just the smoothness. And it's dangerous, though, because definitely one of my first my first podcasts I did on here, when I went on a rant about Disney, I had a 
you <laughs> I had a few drinks of this Jefferson Reserve, the smoothest drink ever, and it was just like it was going down like water. And I didn't feel it until like the third glass in. I was like almost done it, and I was like, man, this stuff is great, but I don't. Oh no! <laughs> and it like hit me all at once. I was like, all right, I'm gonna go do a podcast now. Let's see what happens. <laughs> yep. Now, it was brilliant. Do you, do you do you have a favorite whiskey? Oh. Uh, it depends on that's a loaded question. <laughs> so fair like, enough. It, it depends, like there's because there's going to be different ranges. So I mean, if you just generalize, okay, Scotch, bourbon, and whiskey under one umbrella of whiskey, we'll call that even because that gets a whole other thing going there. <clears throat> but like low end, you know, and I by low end I mean like thirty five dollars and less. My favorite drink in that range is it's called Monkey Shoulder. It's a Scotch. It is delicious. It's found on pretty much anywhere that you can buy stuff, and I love it. It's like a dessert scotch. It's just very sweet, very smooth. It's like thirty-four bucks normally. Love yeah, that. Nice. Yeah, I'm, I, I I always enjoy my Jameson. That's all I'm gonna say too. Yeah, it, nothing fancy. It's just a solid Irish whiskey. Um, although I I will say is uh, going back to like smooth whiskeys. Um, when I was in Vegas about two years ago, before the, the pandemic happened, uh, I, I was at a bar along the strip. I wish I, I could remember all the names and stuff, but I had tried a, uh, Japanese whiskey, uh, for the first Ooh. time. And yep. uh, I'll tell you what is, it is smooth and like the smoky aftertaste like impeccable yeah i've heard a lot of good things i have yet to pick up one and i think it's just the you know that fear of something different or ruining you know your thought of it and i'm like uh i see him every once in a while i'm like nope not today like oh next time next time oh yeah well the thing is 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 it it's not like a popular item like Not not too many people even know that Japanese whiskey exists, but right. it, it, it's something that's you know been on the up and up recently, and uh, I encourage you to to definitely like try a bottle. Maybe that'll be the next thing I add to my collection because every once in a while, or I, you know, every week or every other week, I try to find something new or different to add to my selection and. Uh, expand my horizons because i definitely have my go-tos you know like like i said the monkey shoulder is something i always go to when i run out of a bottle i replace it with a new one you know my glenn levitt or glenn fiddishes those are safe go-tos but i try to reach out and branch out to new things and uh next one I'll, i guess i'll have to make is the japanese whiskey because you're not the first person to tell me i need to go try it so actually i think you're the third this week to tell me i need to go try it so yes do it yeah it's growing on me so maybe the next you know, maybe the next episode will be me drinking, you know, a Japanese whiskey and going on a rant about something else that week. <laughs> Man, that, that's what it's about. <laughs> you know, that's that's where I'll, that's my direction I'll go. So and now it's getting nice out, so I can drink that whiskey outside instead, which has been my favorite part right now. Because like, I I don't know like how you are all with it, but I enjoy every once in a while I'll go out, have a whiskey, and smoke a cigar. So I don't smoke anything else otherwise, but during the nice weather, I go out, have a nice cigar, sit down with a glass of whiskey, and just chill outside in the nice weather. 
when we finally started to have some, and I actually am like, this is amazing. I'm usually not a big summer person, but I'm ready for the nice weather right now. Yeah, I mean, it, it's tough living in Maine because, you know, for eight months out of the year, it's just freezing cold and snowing. And so, yeah, so we start to get this 40-degree weather now, and we're like, yeah, this is it. Summer's here. <laughs> We we it's did funny. it, you guys. <laughs> I'm breaking out the shorts and t-shirt this weekend. Dude, it's oh, 46. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> and, and honestly, for the most part, it's it's been pretty decent so far. Although, like, last night was weird. Like, I actually got snow a little bit where I am um, up in yep. Yarmouth. Yeah, and I was I just like, that's, that's classic Maine behavior, you know. <laughs> It could be, like, July, and we'd still get a snowstorm. Oh, definitely. I don't know if you saw I don't know, or actually, I don't know if you got it, but down where I'm at, I'm just outside of Saco, and prior to us recording this, there were snowflakes outside. Actually, I'm looking outside, and there's some snowflakes right now coming down. Yeah, you, you keep it over by you. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming your way, man, because earlier yeah. it was massive. So Damn it. Your way. <laughs> Go run outside and look at everything before it gets covered in snow again, because here it comes. <laughs> well, and the upsetting thing is, is, is like the it's been gray all day, yeah. And so that's as good of an indication that it's about to snow, you know. It's about to go down. <laughs> but all in all, I will say is like I'm excited for spring. It's it's definitely it's one of my favorite buffers. You know, summertime obviously being like the peak of existence because the sun is out. You're you're getting those vitamins again, like yeah. things things feel good. But no. then you go into um, you're so wrong. Oh, I'm I'm wrong. You're so wrong. Uh -oh. Screw summer. Really? Yes. I am uh -oh. a fall person all day long. 100%. No, that's the worst fall. buffer. No, it's not. That that that's the buffer that takes you from the good weather and it starts to prepare you for that eight month trek of just being cold. <laughs> okay, but no no. So I like so normal I in general I like winter. This winter sucked because it was the like the uh, the apocalyptic winter where one it's cold so you don't do much anyways, and then there's COVID, so you really can't do fucking shit. So there's nothing yeah. you can do. So it made it the most miserable season of all. But normally, like, <clears throat> for me, 100% fall, best. Because it's, like, that time of year where you can go outside in, like, either just a long sleeve shirt or, like, a thin sweatshirt. But it's not, like, overly hot where you can go do stuff outside. And be like, all right, I'm getting a little warm, but you're not sweating balls and hating life and getting murdered by 10,000 mosquitoes because you're out in the woods in Maine. Yeah. It's in, like, campfires are there. You got, you know, it's football season. Best things about the year winter you come up to it it's great i have a truck i love being out in the snow you know normally i like to ski and everything you know it's the outside weather you go and you do fun things outside you know it's stout season for me you know that's where i drink all my stout beers and i love those but you do it during the cold weather those are my top two i'd go fall winter spring and then summer sits in the freaking garbage room <laughs> that is terrible <laughs> I will say you you put a very good convincing argument for fall because I, I will say like the best time because I'm an avid hiker and the best time to hike is in the fall 
uh, just because of like like you said, there's no bugs, there's no mosquitoes, they're all gone, and then like you can see like the foliage and that's right. you know. It- and peak weather is what seventy five degrees maybe, so you can go do an activity and like it's warm, but it's not one hundred and five degrees out and hundred degree one hundred percent humidity out, and I just hate life right now. Oh, bring on that hundred degrees! No, because uh. <clears throat> I don't know about you, but I work in a factory, and when I when you're in the factory, it's ninety degrees outside. It's one hundred and twenty in the factory, and you just want to die. Yeah, so. That brings up a, um, a, a subject, though, you know, that I, I, you know, we don't have to explore tonight at all, but... Uh, no, go for those, it. Those, those corporations, those companies, they, they know what they're doing, and they, they don't put in any, like, air ventilations, any AC units. They purposely are making you, like have to do that type of grind oh yeah they don't want to give like their workers good conditions nope see what they do is they're smart about it because if they don't put it in they know everyone's going to save their time up use it when it's hot and then you have no vacation time left of the year and they own you for the rest of the season no matter what else happens it's like that final trap they cut you off from the rest of your time off of the year oh yeah I, I could clever. Go what i said they're clever oh yeah I could go into a lot of conspiracies I have with corporations, but I don't. I don't want to go uh, too deep into something. Let's see. We're episode four, so episode twelve. Ryan returns with his crazy conspiracy theories. That that's going to be the episode right there. If you want to make that a thing, I will do it. I, I'm going to write it down because I'm going to make. I'm going to sit on here and be like. Welcome back to episode 12. Ryan, take the floor, and you're just going to go off on this crazy conspiracy hunt, and I'll have to calm you down at some point. I mean, probably. <laughs> like, God, I, I just, I don't like corporations. I think it's, uh, I think they're like one of the pillars of uh, evil that are destroying society. Um, and we will just leave it there. <laughs> So that, that on was episode, the 12, for episode twelve, <laughs> exactly. So episode twelve. Oh, oh man! That, now you killed it because we were talking about beautiful weather, and you talk about corporations. I mean, come on, man. I mean, so back to the beautiful weather. We're we're starting to enjoy things. So the other night, I did sit outside, and it was great because I got to sit outside, smoke a cigar, have some whiskey, and I was like, "This is relaxing. It's fresh air. You're like you just, you feel rejuvenated, even though you're exhausted from the day of work." But but the reason why I put spring at number three, and I don't know if you know this because I don't, I don't, you don't have any dogs, right? Uh, so my girlfriend has a dog, so I've, I've kind of adopted one. Okay. In a sense. So you may start to understand that sooner than later. I have three dogs, okay? Love each one of them. But for some reason, during all the rest of the year when there's no snow on the ground, my dogs understand you use the bathroom in the woods. Pretty clear concept. They get it. As soon as the snow hits the ground, they become the biggest wusses ever. They <laughs> go more than 15 feet off the back deck, and they have shit and piss everywhere. <laughs> Do you know what happens when snow melts in spring, Ryan? You know what uh, I mean? <laughs> Oh, you, you've got these, uh, you know, like hills 
<laughs> on your lawn. Freaking World War II landmines in my backyard. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. Literally, I have a my project list tomorrow. Number one on my list is clean up massive amounts of shit in my backyard. That is what is written on my list, and that is what I'm going to be spending my lovely Saturday doing. Yeah, I uh, I'm glad I haven't experienced that yet. Um, but like the uh, the standard was like set pretty early because like my girlfriend and I we just moved into like a new apartment. Mm-hmm. And like the the second or third day, you know, we walk outside and we get bombarded by our neighbor, and she's like, "Are you gonna clean that dog poo?" <laughs> and we're <laughs> and then we're just like sitting there with our heads down in shame, just like, "Oh yeah, like we were gonna do that today, you know." <laughs> it was on our list. We had no intentions on doing it that day. <laughs> Oh, that's what, yeah. That, <laughs> part of the bonus of having my own house. I'm the only person that's going to look at myself in the mirror and be like, you going to clean that up today? <laughs> no, uh, I don't listen to anyone else yell at me for it. Oh, that's the best, though, because then you can just barter with yourself. <laughs> I mean, like, we could clean it today, but that would take some time out of this beautiful weather. Right. Or tomorrow, grab some beers and sit down outside and enjoy the weather and just avoid the poop for today. <laughs> exactly. There's uh, always tomorrow. That's for future me to worry about. That asshole can figure it out. Yeah. The the future us, you know, they they, they can carry all the, the weight <laughs> of cleaning the poops and doing the, the miscellaneous tasks. We have to worry about the present us right who yeah and to be honest present us are kind of assholes (laughs) because they give we give a lot of responsibility to future us and then we bring much shame to past us because we just couldn't take care of our, our stuff in the present Oh god, you fucking kill me. <laughs> that's alright, that's good. That's good. Oh man, so <laughs> coming out of the winter season <laughs> fucking A dude. <laughs> coming out of the winter season. <clears throat> so this year I was <laughs> God, I gotta stop. Holy shit. So coming out <laughs> of the winter season, we uh you're still we're still dealing with this stupid fucking COVID thing. But What's something that you look forward to this year? Now that the weather's getting nicer, like what do you? I know you said you you hike. I don't know if you do that during the springtime, or that's mostly a fall thing. What is something you look forward to? That like this time of year, coming into the summer season, prior to like you know our Memorial Day and Fourth of July seasons, where things get crazy up here. But like, what what are you looking forward to now that it's getting nice out and the snow's finally gone? Yeah. So, I mean, by all means, I I, I do like to hike. Um, not so much in the springtime, just because, like, that's when all the bugs are just, like, you know, coming out. So then I generally wait till, you know, June to, to actually start hiking. Um, but one thing I'm really looking forward to um, is just kind of seeing, like, like, concert halls start to slowly open back up and, like, do, you know... Uh, unfortunately this this like 
COVID pandemic thing, you know, will have, I'm sure, lasting effects. But, like, I'm hoping that there's, like, systems in place that, you know, we can still socially distance and, like, go back to, like, seeing live music. Because, yeah, it's... uh, Last summer, I had, like, six shows uh, lined up, and they all got canceled, so... That's brutal. <clears throat> I haven't always been like a big, like a, a super big concert person. I mean, I've probably been to like five concerts in my life. Um, I've loved every single one of them. I love the experience of them. And I can get why some people just like, that's almost like uh, I got high for them. Because there's definitely some like crazy energy you get from it when you go. It's oh, super yeah. cool. And it's like, it's a totally different, even if like, you know, n- some I, I've experienced like some of the bands I've gone to see that I enjoy listening to. Like I've had a few I've gone to, they killed it. They had awesome live. I've had other ones I go to. I'm like, wow, these guys suck live, but it's still awesome because just the experience of it. And then I've had other ones I've been to where they did great, but like some of these intro bands that you get to like hear that you've never heard of before, freaking kill it. And I've listened to some bands like religiously now from that. It's like it's just the whole experience is definitely like I can see why it's infectious or like addicting to some people and you know obviously you're like that and i know some other people are like that where it's like i don't care about going anywhere this year i just want to go to 15 concerts and that's what i'm spending my money on it's going to be a great time it's like okay you do you it's i mean i wish i could it's just never something i got into but i can see why like last year for people like you know for example you i can't even imagine it's like you just get cut off cold turkey it's like nope you're done this year sorry deal with it oh yeah it's been rough because um not only did they just like cancel that but then like a way for bands to like kind of make the most of it was to do like like these uh live viewing shows Mm -hmm. like you know just like recording themselves basically playing but like it's it's not the same like Because, like, again, like, you know, I, I can tell you about, like, um, you know, one concert I went to uh, is probably, like, 10 years ago, maybe even more. But uh, I was I was seeing Brand New Live in New Hampshire um, at the Casino Ballroom. And, Again, brand new is one of those bands. You you get in there and like the crowd is in it, and so like as soon as they get on stage, literally everyone is shoving everyone <laughs> against the uh, the the bar. Right. Um, and needless to say, I think after the second or third song, like my pants fell off, and <laughs> and it it took like my. It took like my underwear with it. Oh jeez! But the the thing is, is everyone w- we were all on top of each other, so it's like no one was even like I couldn't move to pull up my pants, and it just didn't even matter because no one can see that my <laughs> pants are even down. Uh. And, and and that's just. You go to shows, and that was a bit of like a just a a quirky experience, you know, that one time. But that's <laughs> that's what you get when you never know what you're gonna get when you go to these shows. But you get an experience, and that's what it's about. 
I want to know if anyone else who's listening to this podcast, if this has happened to you, please let me know. Because I feel like this is a Ryan exclusive. That this you may be the only person in history to just somehow lose your pants and your boxers at a concert and not be able to pull them up because of the condition <laughs> of what's going on. If anyone else has had this happen, I would love to hear how and what was the situation was. Because that, that seems to be just a you thing, man. That you, 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 you're one of a kind. <laughs> yeah, it was... Because, uh, again, like I should have worn a belt... <clears throat> that oh, probably yeah like that 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 would have helped the the situation you know but i i didn't like i i just thrown on clothes i i forgot to put the belt on and like didn't think anything of it but then yeah you get into the show you get in the pit and like literally like i can't even like move my arms like the crowd was just that tight uh, sure enough like everyone's like jumping and screaming and then like the <laughs> pants the, it, it just all fell off oh that's awesome <laughs> in the worst way but it's awesome yeah the, the 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 worst part about it is just that moment after the show where then everyone starts to dissipate and you're just like I you're just no- like you're exhausted <laughs> your body's like broken and I'm just trying to like bend over to lift up my jeans. So, so are you excited to lose your pants again this year? Is that what you're telling me or the concert part? You lost me there. Well, you know, just, I actually might just take off my pants voluntary. Show up just voluntarily. Be like, you know what? I can't lose my pants if I don't show up with them. Exactly. (laughs) It might be a statement. You know, other people might start doing it. Well, you know, like, I, I don't encourage it because, you know, it's it's not good for everyone around. But if it's uh, if it's just uh, something it's a that happens, you know, it's a noise you fact. just got to roll with it. <laughs> uh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> I can just see it happening, too. That's the best part of this because knowing you, we just, like, can see it happening. So that time it happened accidentally. I can think of a time that you probably do it intentionally. And it, you know, I'm guessing that'd be in front of Tom DeLong, right? You'd probably just rip him off and be like, look, man, look what I got for you. Cause I mean, I know you got like the secret crush on this guy. Oh God. So uh, I assume <laughs> I this is dad. like a, a will fucking encouragement. <laughs> no, I just heard enough and, I know you well enough, and we have enough history where I know you've got a man crush on this dude, and I know Will friggin' beats you for all the, every chance he can. So I gotta throw my jabs in now because if you go too long without some razzing for, you might feel like we're forgetting about you. Okay, so <laughs> for all the the listeners, is do I have a man crush on Tom DeLong? Sure. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I I grew up listening to Blink One Eighty Two. You know that was like that that band that really um, you know like solidified a lot of my uh, crazy dumb antics growing up. And uh, yeah. you know, uh, and basically as Blink grew up, and you know as Tom then went and did Angels and Airwaves. You know, I kind of continued to grow up within that music um 
so it's it's definitely near and dear to me um but yeah unfortunately it has brought like a i guess maybe an obsession or something i i, I don't know i will say though is i actually met tom delong and it was the greatest experience ever <laughs> i didn't even have to break into his house did you have to take your pants off? Was that like, you know, encouraged not to happen? I think it was encouraged not to take off my pants. <laughs> but I think it was implied through the mind. That he wanted you to deep down? Yeah. But, so you know, time. but the there were people around and I didn't want to get right. kicked out of this show. So And first time medium, you didn't want to come off as like too easy. So you're making them earn it. Next time, you know, we'll see where things play out and see how, you know, what, what happens. Oh, I did not play it like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure I seem like a total fan. <laughs> the, the, Were you fangirling, Ryan? Were you uh, fangirling? A little bit. I, I tried to compose myself and like not be that person but the thing is is like i'm waiting in line and like you know it's it's this vip meet and greet for angels and airwaves and like i'm i'm in line and i see all these fans like going up to the members and like it's all the same thing it's like they're all just shaking their hands getting the pictures and going on and like no one's talking to these people mm -hmm. And I'm just like, I I flew from Maine to Vegas to meet like what is like my idol, like my, yeah. my favorite band of all time. Like I'm having a conversation with these dudes. Oh yeah. And, and like, sure enough, like I I'd probably taken up more of their time than than any of anyone else, not intentionally, but like. Again, like I stopped to talk to you know, uh, Elian, uh, the drummer, mm -hmm. uh, their new guitarist, uh, Tom, and of course their their bassist Ryan. Yep. Um, and yeah, needless to say, it was it was a cool experience, and uh, you know, I'll I'll, I'll give you a little uh, more depth into the story, but like you know, I <clears throat> I go. I'm I'm meeting Tom DeLong, and he says something, and and like like I I couldn't quite hear it. And I'm just like what? And he's like, I I I like your ink. I know how much this band means to you. And of course, like my arm is like an entire sleeve, you know, yep. of the the Angels and Airwaves uh, world. Yeah. Um. And, like, I didn't even think about bringing that up either. It's just something right. that he pointed out to me. And I was just like, yeah, thank you. Like, it, your your band has meant a lot to me, you know? Yeah. And, like, I, I'm going through and showing him all my pieces. And, um, you know, and then we, like, we make some jokes and we're all talking, you know, some things like uh, like the worst place to get tattooed and and things like that. Yeah, uh, but you know, then like they they try to push me along because like you know they got to go through like twenty more people, so um, I had used up about as much time as as I could, <laughs> and um, 
as before I leave, I I, I go up to Tom because I've always like in my head always wanted to say this to him because like like I I don't know for whatever reason because I think he um I think he beats himself up a little bit about <laughs> not being in Blink One Eighty Two because Blink One Eighty Two is is so much more famous and uh, more much more recognized right. But, uh, I, I I told Tom I was just like you know, like Blink One Eighty Two was good for like growing up, but Angels and Airwaves that's that's music for like your soul. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Thank you," you know. That's that's what I've been trying to say all along. Yeah, and I'm and it's you know I I go on you know. And they start, you know, talking to the their other uh, their other fans, and then later that night, like on stage, like during about halfway through their set, you know, he's he's talking, and he's just like he's talking to the audience as a whole, and he's just like, hey, you know, like. I started this uh, punk band uh, a while ago called Blink-182, and it was, you know, fun, and, and it was, you know, for for growing up, you know, through those, those younger years. Uh, but then I, I created Angels and Airwaves, and I, I really intended it to be for, you know, the soul. And yeah. I was like... He just recited everything I said to him <laughs> on stage. Dude, I should have wrote it down and copyrighted this. Yeah, well, all I could think about is, like, he sat there and, and like, he gave me a nod. He was like, hey, I, I recognized you, you know? Like, yeah. I, I was there. We had, a, we had cool. a conversation. We had a moment. Yeah. And, yeah. and to but you me, said- like, now I, I can die and, like, it's... <laughs> I've, I've. What more can I achieve? <laughs> yeah. All right. I met my hero. People were good here. <laughs> yeah, I, I met my hero, and yeah. uh, I, I, it was a great experience. Again, yeah. go to sure. concerts. In conclusion, you know, if yeah. anything, you never know what's going to happen. So, so I want to circle back a second. So you say, obviously, I I can see it. Obviously, the people listening can't, but I see you've got a full sleeve going on in your right arm yep do you have any other tattoos oh yeah other than Um, the long face on your butt cheek but you know we don't have to talk about that one that much okay so other (laughs) than that one i i I do i've I've got a lot of uh a lot of ink so my my entire right arm is uh a dedicated space sleeve um with a lot of angels and airwaves incorporated through it (laughs) Um, but I do have a Game of Thrones tattoo. I got a House Stark on the nice. back of my leg. Um, then I have a uh, brand new quote on my back um, in letters just going across the back. Um, Fight off your demons, which was, you know, one of their popular quotes. Yep. Uh, and then on my left shoulder, I've got a uh, full metal alchemist cross. There you go. Yeah. So I'm a, I'm a nerdy person. I, <laughs> I like my my geek stuff and my music. 
Yeah, sure. How'd the one feel going across your back, like as far as your spine and everything? I've I've heard that's not that great. Um, I actually didn't mind it. So, yeah, yeah. I, I will say, <clears throat> anything dealing with uh, tattoos is it, it. I think it, a lot of it is just relative to the person. Yeah, like my my back. You could work on my back all day, and I probably wouldn't care. Um, outside of like maybe when you you're on the spine cord itself, but right. else like it's Whatever. fine. I I actually I got a chest tattoo, um, which is album work from a band called the Republic of Wolves. Uh, one yep. of my again another band, one of my favorites. I will say with getting tattooed on the chest that was probably the roughest because like when you uh when you get a a, a, a tattoo on your uh your your, your boob <laughs> basically all of that boob all that pain on the boob goes straight to the nipple and so like the entire time, I thought my nipples were just gonna like blast off, and <clears throat> you should have said there were some ice cubes, man. Just been like rubbing them, but like I'm just numbing the pain, just numbing the pain. Yeah. <laughs> so I've got, I think I counted as four. Other people counted as three. So I've got both of my upper arms done. I've got on one side, I've got a cross and an anchor with a rose and a, a rope on it for like my Navy service. Nice. On, on my other side, I've got uh, a modernized version of my coat of arms. So the Drake family, it's a dragon. So it's kind of been modernized. You know, the, the, the symbols a little bit changed up. I had my, uh, the, my tattoo artist that I go to, she changed up a little bit, kind of put her own spin on it. Looks awesome. And then on the inside of my arms, I've got um, the Semper Fortis for the Navy. So I count it as two because it's two different locations, but, it's, you know, they kind of go together. So uh, those, I would say, those two were my worst ones. The outside of my arms, didn't feel them at all. Inside, though, when you do the writing on the inside of your arms and they get near your elbow and your armpit, you almost involuntarily want to punch them because all the nerve things right there, you're like, you're, they're going, you're like, oh, this ain't bad. And you're like swinging, you're like, I, I swear I didn't mean to do that. And you, it hurts. It feels like it's on fire the entire time they do it. I just yeah. did not like those ones. Did you, uh, did you get inked anywhere near the armpit? So a little bit. I mean, so you'll be able to see this. Obviously the audience wants, but like it got close so like right here with yep. the R end on this one, like I could, it was just starting to come into the armpit, and it just like the feeling was the oddest thing in the world, and I yeah. hated it. I hated it. It was miserable. I'm like never again. Like I will never like these words will stay by themselves. I don't care if it looks awkward. I'm not putting anything else around them because this sucks. Oh yeah, the 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 thing is is with the armpit. I feel like it's this uh, like this conundrum of a place to get inked because it it sucks it, it does it is painful but I don't know about you but uh, I know like 
I also wanted to laugh the entire time. Yes, that's it's so, her. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm in pain and I'm also laughing. Yes, almost hysterically because of it's right. just that sensitive area. It's weird. Well, it's because I think the needle itself is causing pain, but because their arm or their hand is near your armpit, like that's tickling you. So you're like. Get your hand away, but the needle hurts, and it's causing this weird, like you said, conundrum. You're like, just just stop. Just leave it blank. Don't care if it's not finished there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even care. I will give you extra money to leave it alone. <laughs> That's now, where do you, do you have any more uh, tattoos planned? Yeah, I've got, so I've got three more that I'm considering right now. Um my last one I got done was my the coat of arms, and I got that done like three, three or four years ago now. Um, you know, I've got a young or almost you know, five and a half year old, and I've got another one on the way, so I've kind of delayed getting another one. But I've always wanted to get my dog tags done, obviously being a service member. Um, yeah. I was never sure, like you know, I've got one child right now. wasn't sure if I was going to have another. Now that we know we're having another one. Uh, I want to get my dog tags done, but put their names and their date of births on it. Um, the one thing that's going to suck about that is it goes across the three most painful areas from what I've heard, the spine, the collarbones, and the uh, the, the bone right here on your chest is going to hit yeah. all of them. The the cervix. There we go. Yep. It, so it, it's going to hit all of that because obviously, it, thankfully, it's small enough where most of it's like the tiny little beads going down. And then the dog tags will be right on the chest, and that's where it's going to hurt the most, I, I think. But So I've got that one planned. I want to get that done. Um, you know, there's the Navy omen of the, uh, you know, when a ship goes down, the only thing that floats is the, the chicken and the pig, or the, you know, the rooster and the pig. Yep. So a lot of, you know, old sailors got those tattooed on their legs or on their feet. So I want to put my own spin on it, get them both done on my calves, but I want to do like a Batman and Joker spin on them. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, so I kind of want to put a, like a Batman Joker, but also tie into like the uh, I I envision it as the Family Guy, Peter Griffin and the Rooster like boxing and fighting each other. Where like when I stand at attention, it looks like they're fighting each other. Yeah. So like I've got a couple things going there. That one I think is gonna be super fun, and I I really can't wait to do that one. I just don't know when I want to do it. And then my last one is I I want to put <clears throat> I want to do a full sleeve on my left side. So that's like my family side and uh, the side about me. So I want to add in like, I'm a huge Batman nerd, love Batman. You know, I've got, you know, Batman stuff all across the walls in my basin right here. You know, on my truck, my license plates are Arkham. Um, So huge Batman. So I want to do like a big Batman theme, you know, kind of whole arm thing. My, the artist I I go to, she's very uh, more modern style art. uh, So, like, she knows my, like, what I like and all those things. So, basically, I'm going to go in and be like, hey, I want this, this, this incorporated run with it and make it a sleeve. So, that one's kind of more, like, loose, I guess, in what I want. You know, it's it'll be kind of whatever she comes up with in her mind. So, uh, but, yeah, those are the ones I've got on the docket that hopefully uh, I can do sooner than later, you know, as I'm uh, approaching my 30th. So, yeah, well, do it up, dude. That That sounds yeah. dope. And yeah, uh, I I agree though. It's like Batman is the best uh, superhero. Oh hell yeah, hell yeah, he's he's awesome. <laughs> like Love that. just uh just the whole like mythos like with that character and in that world, 
I, I think hands down is just better than anything like DC for sure, and then like better than anything in Marvel. Just uh, like I just you know not we don't have to go too far into it, but one aspect I love about Batman <laughs> is that every villain he goes against is like also like a reflection of himself but if he had only chosen that path damn yeah like (laughs) i wow so wow so will and i touched on this when we talked two weeks ago so we got into this whole like what was your you know who's your hero which it quickly turned into a villain talk because, you know, you brought up DC and Marvel, whatever. Marvel's kind of more known for their heroes and, like, the action on that side where DC is definitely, like, there's Batman. The rest of them are meh, but everyone knows the villains. Like, the villains are yep. freaking awesome in the DC universe. It's definitely the darker, more, like, the the villains are more established and have, like, a better better like has had they had more time put into them they were more invested into more developed and then like batman was the kind of cornerstone okay everyone knows superman too cool he's whatever he's a super you know does whatever he wants like the story of all the villains in that group are definitely way more advanced and i think in the marvel side and we went on like this crazy thing we were talking about that when we sat down and then you just threw a whole new wrench into it with this whole like <laughs> Yeah, his villains kind of like, you know, what would happen to him? And immediately I started like running through my head his villains. I'm like, holy shit, you are 100% right because they're like different personalities that he could have been. Oh, exactly. I I mean, if you were to just even pick at like the Joker, is like the Joker represents chaos and anarchy, whereas like Batman is, uh, you know, represents law and order to an extent and justice um which by all means if he if he didn't have his like moral standings of like do not kill he could easily fall into that that chaos he would have been joker yeah um you know two-face is symbolic because um by all means there's that 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 coin flip effect of just mm-hmm. like he he constantly has to go back and forth on whether or not to be good or to get pushed to the edge right you know of course batman always does the good thing he gets close he gets very close he, <laughs> oh he, he he gets close um, you know, the reason why he wears black and gray, because he likes to play in the gray area of, you know, getting real close to the dark side. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he, he, he'll teeter the line, but he always does what's right. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, like, you know, Penguin. Penguin is also another, you know, billionaire character, you know, loaded with money chooses to to do you know evil and exploit like you know um you know the corruptions in uh politics and things like right. that yeah it's you, and then, like, you, you yeah, can you go mr freeze i mean again wealthy person whatever super smart bruce wayne is super smart and the loss of a loved one like yeah. just 
destroys him and he goes on a you know a, a rampage of distraught and like trying to fix things which he could have done losing his parents which mm-hmm. you know leads so it's like there's all yeah that oh my god i've never thought of that before yeah uh the thing is is when you thinking like that you you'll go through it and you'll see it more and more now where you, you every villain truly is parallel to an aspect of bruce wayne slash batman yeah and like you know we don't have to go through all the villains yeah. you know tonight <laughs> but <laughs> you and the listeners you know you're gonna you're gonna see it a little bit differently and wow yeah you just changed the whole dc universe for me what the hell man you know, well, I, I don't want to change the DC universe. <laughs> you opened just you Batman. <laughs> yeah. All right. You expanded the horizons of the Batman realm. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. Like, so, like, growing up, like, I never really, like, well, I can't even say that. Like, I watched a little bit, I guess, of the Batman TV series. And, you know, obviously, we grew up in probably the best Batman era as far as movies go um with the you know christian bale batman and heath ledger joker will never be topped and if it does i will eat my words that day because it's gonna take you know god coming down and playing batman i think at this point um but like i never got it huge into like the batman series but i will say the best part of the cartoon series is like growing up was uh mark hamill as the joker i think is the most iconic person of that and you know, being a Star Wars nerd, I like it even more because it ties into those two worlds for me. But, um, you know, it, it's weird because as, as a big a fan of Batman as I am, I never got into all the animated and, you know, cartoon series. But, you know, there was, what was it, uh, Teen Titans when we grew up. It was like, oh, cool. But, like, Batman wasn't. It was all the, the stupid characters. I mean, so, yeah, Robin, cool. You're leading this group of people. Just go back to your room. And no one cares about you. <laughs> um, yeah. Now, I think I know the answer to this, knowing you, and I think you've mentioned it in your other podcast group, your favorite animated show. Uh-oh. What is it? I think I know what it is. I want you to say it, because I think I know what it is. So, hang on, wait, before you say I'm going to write it down so I can show you, and I want to see if I'm right, because if I remember correctly... All right. I wrote it down, so my hands are free. This is this is so difficult because it could be a couple of things. Oh damn it! <laughs> I'm gonna be wrong then. All right, so is, all right, name name like your top three, and then I'll call it close enough for me. So top three, I mean Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nailed it. it. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> What was your other two? Just so I can, just so I can see. Uh, I would have said Full Metal Alchemist and One Piece. Okay, I don't. I know Full Metal Alchemist. Don't know One Piece, but yeah, I know. I, I, I mean, knowing you for as long as we have, I remember Dragon Ball Z was always a thing. Yeah. I was like, when I <laughs> thinking of like when I was going through this and pre-planning, I was like, oh, we'll talk about this. I'm like, oh, I already know the answer he's going to say about this one. And I wrote it down. I was like, all right, no, maybe it's different now. Like, maybe something's changed. Like, you know, whatever. But so who now is, does your favorite animated character come from that show? Or do you have a favorite character from a different show? Um, I mean, like, 
It's it, that's a really good question because it's um, it's 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 a tough one because by all means I think maybe one of my my favorite characters might be uh, Monkey D Luffy from One Piece, but if we were to stay on like Dragon Ball Z, it's interesting because if you were to have asked me as like a kid who was my favorite character, I probably would have said, like, Goku. But asking me who my favorite character is on Dragon Ball Z as an adult, I'm just like, eh, it's actually Vegeta. And yep. okay. Yeah, I, I think Vegeta is one of the best characters because I think he is one of the very few characters that gets truly, like, fully developed as a character because i mean you you think about his timeline on the show he starts off as a villain and mm-hmm. like through each season like progressively you know becomes good to an extent yeah. good ish uh, yeah good ish um and of course then like you know you you see him do good things, and then you see him kind of like fall back down in the Boo saga, where he he kind of goes back a little bit to his evil ways because of his like pride and ego and all all that. Um, but like I, I just think it's a very like complicated character that that again was just well developed, and like now I, I look at Goku and I'm just like. He was like a really just he, he's a child and he's kind of an asshole <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> he's kind of yeah, he's kind of full of himself. <laughs> yeah. He he could have killed Cell. Like he could have wiped Cell out and that would have been the end of it. Instead no. he wanted to give like Gohan a, a shot to like prove himself and Gohan's just a kid. And, you know, needless to say, like, you know, Cell almost, like, wiped out everyone. <laughs> he exactly. came very close. He did end up killing King Kai and and uh, Bubbles and Gregory. Yep. So. I got into those shows a little bit. I mean, I definitely did enjoy them, but I never really got into... I, I don't think I've ever seen every, you know, the original episodes that we grew up with or whatever. Um, I don't think I've seen, uh, you know, I've, I've probably seen a good portion of them, but definitely not. in nowadays, I think, was it a week or so ago, I was looking through shows of just like a show to kind of put on in the background that I didn't really care to watch, but to see, I was like, oh, I haven't seen like Dragon Ball and whatever. And I went on, I started playing it, and I'm like, there's like, what however many spinoffs now to this thing was like the different series of them like all right there's way more than i want to get invested into oh yeah it just it it multiplies all the different sagas and stuff exactly it's like all right yeah i'm i'm too far out to try to get reinvested at this point i'm just gonna chalk this up as a loss yeah (laughs) way past at this point Uh, and i mean for me though like i don't i don't even know like would be my favorite animated i mean i think oh god animated movie or uh show growing up uh, i don't even know if i have an answer for that i mean 
there was definitely different times of different shows I enjoyed. Um, you know, as a little kid or younger, you know, definitely, you know, like the Pokemon series. I mean, who didn't? Whatever. It's an easy show yeah. to watch. Classic. Definitely. Oh, definitely. Classic. You know, Ash is an idiot sometimes or whatever. It's cool. Um, still nerding out on that every once in a while here, you know, as an adult. And my daughter's getting into the uh, Pokemon cards, so that's fun. Yeah. Uh, she has uh, those holographs. She's, she's got a deck of her own, and secretly Daddy has more money and building a deck to destroy her someday, so that's... <laughs> she just doesn't know it yet. Nice. I that will teach her parenting hard done right. <laughs> yeah, she's going to learn a hard life lesson when I beat her and I take all of her cards in my prize winning and teach her what I mean. <laughs> she's going to learn today. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, as far as... Uh, I don't know, like... I... I grew up on a bunch of different animated shows back when we were young. Like, there was, you know, Mutant Ninja Turtles or, you know, all those different shows. But I think, like, growing up, I really didn't watch a lot of anime. I think mainly, like, you know, Family Guy was cool. I, I loved Family Guy. It's funny. I love, I think more than anything, I loved South Park growing up. Just because they oh, yeah. love to push the boundary of everything. Yeah. And I'm not one to just, I hate sensitive people and like sensitivity in the world and i just love that there's like fuck all of it and they just push all of it and i think it's hilarious um so i you know that would probably be my favorite and carmen would definitely be my favorite in that group because he's the biggest dick of them all and you know who isn't one of them you know who doesn't have a little bit of carmen in them oh exactly <laughs> he like seriously uh, yeah uh, south park <laughs> it truly is, is a great show and i i think there's a reason that it's been running for you know, as long as what it has, and uh, you're you're right. Is like they they pick at like the sensitivities of society, which I think is what a good comedy show should do. Because mm-hmm. you know they they should take a a subject and you know like you know break it down, laugh yeah. at it. Exactly. You know? They yeah they. Yeah, they know how to push the envelope, for sure. Obviously, Dragon Ball, your favorite animated. What is your favorite non-animated cartoon? Or non-animated or cartoon-like show? Like just a, a like a TV show? Yeah, regular TV show. Just, yeah, can't be animated, can't be cartoon. Like live, you know, live action or just, you know, sitcom or whatever. Like your favorite one you've got. Um... That's a, I think that's a tough one, because like, by all means, like I I do love Game of Thrones up until the last season. It was like really good. Yeah, the last season was. Well, that's it. Is when the even when the the writer of the the books is like, that's not the ending. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't take what they That's did. That's not how so. this goes. Yeah, exactly. Because uh, I I remember um, reading an uh, an interview someone did, and they were like, so they and the person was asking, so how how accurate is the ending, the last season, to how you end the books? And he's like, well, I would describe it as yes, no. No, no, not quite. Yeah, <laughs> no, 
not really. And it's just like that, that, uh, that's when you know like they really altered and, and fucked shit up just yeah, to probably Hollywood get overly involved. Well, it's it's not even so much that. Like HBO gave them the opportunity to do two more seasons to finish it up. The uh, the writers just uh, they wanted to be done with it. Yeah. Oh my god, they could have made so much more money. Well, they they could have made money, but they could have made uh, a better, uh, you, you know, a, a better developed ending. You know, give like oh, oh, the yeah. characters some like actual good like story arc closure. Yeah, it was kind of like they, yeah, they, it definitely seemed like they got to the end one. Yep, yeah, and um, so you're dead and you're dead, and we're going to kill all of you at once, and we're done with this, and we're going to move on. But, yeah, so, if, all right, so, you know, you, you list that as one of them. Um, you know, is there any other, or I guess if there's any other ones, I don't know if you have any other favorite non-animated shows that you watch. Um. Yeah, because like to to sit there and say favorite, you know, I I feel like it it has to like really put like a marking on me, because um, by all means, there's plenty of like good shows, but like shows you know, that you could sit there and binge repeatedly. I I could definitely do it with Hannibal. I don't yep. know if you've seen that yet, but that's that's fantastic. I haven't, but I've heard great things. Yeah, it's on uh, Netflix, so they they only made, like, three seasons, but they're all really good. Um, so, let's see. Game of Thrones, Hannibal, and then, I mean, I, I do like The Boys. That's a pretty good one. Yeah, I've tried. I, I haven't gotten into it yet. I watched the first episode, and then... then... You know, life just got crazy, and I haven't watched more. But I've heard that's a very intriguing show to get into. It is. It, well, <laughs> it it does the greatest thing, which is take superheroes and, and puts a villain twist on them. Like, yeah. hey, not uh, not every superhero would be a good guy. Like, they would probably be pretty crappy <laughs> humans. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, they would manipulate the system in a way somehow. Exactly. Hmm. Um, what about you? I was just trying to think. So definitely, so one of my favorite, you know, one of my favorite shows to sit down and watch, like with my wife, is uh, How I Met Your Mother. Just yep. it is a very simple, funny show that you can quote continuously, and I I like it. It's like. Definitely one of those easy shows that you don't have to think about when you watch it. There's like, there's no weird, crazy twist to it. Just the standard sit down, watch movie. You know, some people like, you know, other is like what Friends or whatever. I guess some people like that similar show. I can't stand Friends. I think that show is garbage. But um, How I Met Your Mother definitely a good one. Um, recently, one of my new favorite ones that you know is still running is Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh, I haven't seen that one yet. Dude, it is hilarious. It just everything about that show is so funny. Like the characters they've got in there. Yeah, it has uh, Andy Sandberg in it, who plays the main detective in it, and Terry Crews. And those two in that show are hilarious <laughs> together. So Terry Crews is the one of the biggest guys, you know, 
in the acting industry. He's just a beast of a guy. And he is a pure comedian in this show who, like, he acts like the tough guy, but is definitely the comic relief in most situations, which is hilarious. And Andy Samberg is just a complete idiot, you know, beat, you know, detective that obviously was a beat cop at one point. And yeah. he's, he tries to act like the superstar, and he, he, he is most of the time. But so it, it is hilarious. I started watching it. Never thought my wife would get into it. She started watching me. She loves it, too. I was like, great. We have a great show to watch together. This is awesome. So definitely, I think that maybe, you know, might, you know, I may rather had the, the rain for a long time, but that may be my new favorite show because it's still going on. We just recently started rewatching it again, you know, preps for a, hopefully a new season here soon. Um, but, you know, and my favorite, uh, oh boy, my favorite actor or character out of those would probably be, you know, him. Andy Sandberg is, was his, uh, Jake Peralta is his uh, character name in that. Because just, he's, he's so, he's an intelligent idiot and it's hilarious how he plays it. Now, is it like purposefully like he's an idiot or is it just like like so, how how, do, how does the comedy play off so he's he's all he's like you can tell he's obviously good at his job he's naturally good at it he just sucks at life okay fair so, enough yeah like the whole like part like one of the episodes is they talk about his like he, he he's in so much debt and all the bills he has and how he coasts with it is he gets more debt and just compounds the whole thing. And just everything he does is like, Oh yeah. Murder case. I figured it out in two seconds. Life. Yep. Nope. Not quite there yet. Going to leave that off on the back burner. <laughs> and just keep doing this next thing. Like he just, everything he does in just the normal day-to-day function, complete failure. Can't function being a detective, whatever reason, got it on lock. He's got this thing figured out. And it's just, he's, and that's what pisses off, like, the entire force is that he's so good at his job, but he sucks at the rest of his life. And they're like, why, why are you good at what you do? (laughs) You make us all look bad being a human being, but you're the best on the force. What is your issue? (laughs) That that is actually, like, the best thing. I I feel like it's relatable. Like, (laughs) I I feel like everyone, for the most part, you, you know, you kind of tunnel into this skill that you you develop and you become really good you know at it and right then, like everything else is just kind of like you, you're winging it you know i'll just go with the flow yeah <laughs> we'll what happens uh but yeah no definitely if you haven't checked it out 100 check it out i think you especially i think you'd like it i think you'll find the comedy in it for sure it's just there's so many underlying tones in it. You're like, this is freaking hilarious. Cause you'll laugh at random parts. And you're like, why? Okay. Nope. That's why I'm laughing. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll look into it. Definitely a good show. So, well, you know, ran through a bunch of things here, man. Uh, I really enjoyed my time with you. Uh, I think this is awesome. I can't wait. Definitely going to hundred percent. I'm reserving episode 12 for you <laughs> to go even if it's a short like half hour episode you are going to come on and you know i'll make that my short episode for the week is you'll come on and you'll substitute for me that week and you'll go on your conspiracy about corporate america and how it's destroying everything and uh all right you definitely want to have you on again man i appreciate you joining me i appreciate this time with you um thank you so much uh, i'll give you a quick chance to do your shout outs real quick well thank you for having me like it's been great you know 
being on the show and and catching up with you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for anyone out there listening, you know, I'm uh, I'm on the uh, the Rebel Rant podcast, so feel free to check me out. Check me and my buddies what we do. Um, you know, buy our koozies. <laughs> They're five dollars. I know you've got some money. Everyone just got a stimulus. Come on, people. Support a local cause. That's what you need to do is call it a local cause and everyone's going to buy them. It is. Support the podcast. Every every $5 you give for a koozie goes to me not feeling like an idiot spending <laughs> all this money <laughs> to make On them. making koozies. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I definitely will be reaching out to you after this and ordering a koozie so you don't feel like an idiot. Um, Definitely, you know, I appreciate, man. Everyone listening, please, please go out. Look at the Rebel Rant podcast. Go follow both of our pages. Rebel Rant, The Drinking Man. Follow us, like us, give us a review. Tell us what we're doing terrible. Tell Will that he's a horrible person. We'd all enjoy that. Ryan is definitely the lead of that show, and I appreciate him being here. Thank you, Ryan, so much. I appreciate you, man, and I can't wait to definitely do this again with you. You know, maybe get on with a couple of you guys, do a little group, you know, collab thing with the whole shows. I think that might be fun at some point here. Um, definitely, you know, picking my way through the roster over there, so it's a matter of time at this point. Yeah, absolutely. Thank so, you again. All right. Thanks, man. Cheers.